This is Deep Dive. I'm Sui. Welcome to a new episode of Road to a Bright Future. In this special series, we will look at infrastructure projects around the world under the Belt and Road Initiative. Today, we turn our gaze to East Africa. In Kenya, the Mombasa-Nairobi Standard Gauge Railway is said to be the project that changed everything. It runs faster than other road traffic or old railway lines, and is popular among travelers. With tickets prices starting at 1,000 shillings, which is about six U.S. dollars. During the first three months of this year, around 600,000 passengers travel on the SGR, which is a 15% rise from a year ago. Its cargo service, which links the capital to the port city of Mombasa, is also vital for the country's development. On average, it takes eight hours to transport cargo from the port of Mombasa to Nairobi using the SGR. Compared to three days before the line was launched, this has made the port of Mombasa a more cost-effective option for transporting goods and services to the wider East and Central African region. When we spoke with Nairobi-based journalist Julia Njia, we realized that impacts from the SGR are more than just economic. This episode is brought to you on Thursday, October 5th. Railways have evolved significantly over the years, from wooden wagonways to high-speed trains and cutting-edge technologies. And one important link in this process is the standard gauge railway, or what we call in Kenya SGR. But before I delve into the story of the SGR and also the people surrounding the line. I need to explain about the history of the railways in Kenya, so that you can better understand the significance of this railway to our country. In Kenya, the history of railways traces back to the late 19th century, when Kenya was a British colony. The construction of the railway line, through which was then considered unhabitable terrain. Led to the infamous nickname the Lunatic Express. As the sun set on the colonial era, the Kenya Railway, which had been a lifeline to East Africa, faced a period of neglect after Kenya's independence in 1963. Imagine this railway had been the backbone of transportation for people and goods for decades. But with the changing times. It found itself in dire straits. Former PS Irungo Nyakera describes it as a 1900 project. The railway that has been there has been there from 1900, and there's not been a further build-up of the same. The pivotal moment in Kenya's railway history came in 2014 when former Kenyan President Uhuru Kenyatta marked the beginning of Mombasa-Nairobi railway project. A game changer for Kenya's development. My government is determined to build a high-speed, high-capacity, standard-gauge railway line connecting Mombasa to Kampala and onward to Kigali. This ambitious project, spanning 592 kilometers, has significantly contributed to Kenya's GDP. And is a flagship endeavor under Kenya's Vision 2030 Development Blueprint. 
It also plays a vital role in China's Belt and Road Initiative due to Kenya's strategic location in East and Central Africa. The inclusion of female drivers to work on the railway is a major topic in media coverage. It's brought about some meaningful changes to local lives. Elizabeth Wanjara, Concilia Owire, and Shalom Njiri are among the pioneering women who underwent intensive training in China to operate locomotives, challenging gender norms and inspiring others. My name is Elizabeth Wanjala. Driving a train is way easier because actually basically what you do a lot is controlling the brakes and the speed. But driving a car is much harder because you also control the steering wheel. Yeah, with a train you don't have a steering wheel. If you have a dream, dare do it. Don't be held back by the views of I'm a lady or this is a man, a men's swap or something. Just do it because anything is achievable once conceived in the mind. These women have proven their mettle in a traditionally male-dominated field, emphasizing the importance of diversity and inclusion. Our correspondent traveled with a female driver and witnessed how this job has changed her life. Shalom Jiri is another driver along the SGR. She told me her experience as a trailblazing train driver while we embarked a journey from Nairobi to Adi River. Morning. So my name is Shalom. I'm your train driver for today. We're even from Nairobi to Adi River. And our journey is approximately 18 minutes. Eight feet down. This is the monitoring device known as the LKJ. And as you can see, it, the green light shows you the state of a signal. If you like now, we have air to go. It's actually an awesome opportunity because considering that Kenya has never had a lady driver and we've been the first batch of drivers, it's, it's actually exciting and interesting. I developed an interest along the way. There was some time I was in China and you know, taking a ride on the trains and you're the back of the, when the cars and you're wondering what goes on ahead. So I had an interest just reminding yourself of what you know and you know, practice makes perfect. So the more you keep on doing what you know and the more you get more information from our instructors, they really do help us a lot because you, I do make a mistake they're there to correct me and tell me why I, I shouldn't. Of course, beyond the female employees, the railway has profoundly changed local lives in a number of ways. The standard gauge railway has breathed new life into communities by fostering economic development, creating jobs, improving access to services, boosting tourism, reducing transportation cost, and promoting environmental benefits. Anayas Mohamed Abdurahi, a resident of Kibwezi town, where the train has passed through, has this to say. To say the truth, our city was a bad place. It looked like a ghost town. There was no development and no business were taking place, and there was no peace. But since SGR started to operate, we have seen great change. The place has come to life. People are going on with their business and schools are operating well. We are not witnessing as many problems as before. There is a very big difference, and we are grateful. 
The SDR was designed to be a project that would connect the region and give a boost to the economy. The SGR is not just a national project. It's part of a larger vision to connect Kenya with neighboring countries like Uganda and Ethiopia. According to authorities, the SGR is only the first step in linking East African countries. The network extends further from Nairobi to Malaba, which borders Uganda and continues west to Uganda's capital city, Kampala. Despite some hiccups, the section of the SGR network in Uganda was revived in August, when a deal was reached between Kenya and Uganda. Through the Lamu port, South Sudan, Ethiopia transport, that is the Lapset Corridor project. Philip Maingi, the director of Kenya Railways, says the initiative aims to enhance connectivity and trade within the East African region. Kenya's master plan for standard gauge railway development is one network of about 3,100 kilometers divided into two main sections. One is what we call the Northern Corridor. The Northern Corridor is a corridor that moves from Mombasa through to Nairobi to Malaba with a branch to Kisumu. The other corridor is the Lamu Corridor. Lamu Corridor under the Lapset is intended to serve our neighboring uh, landlocked countries of Ethiopia and South Sudan. Looking ahead, Kenya has determined this railway will continue to benefit the country and the region by enhancing connectivity. From the once infamous Lunatic Express, a colossal misadventure, a gigantic folly to the splendid SGR, the extension of the SGR under China's Road and Bridge Corporation will continue to have a significant impact in the greater East African community. As the project connects with neighboring countries, this transformation project holds greater potential for economic development of East Africa. It aligns with the broader goals of regional integration and cooperation, offering numerous benefits such as reduced transportation cost, increased trade, and improved access to global markets for landlocked countries in the region. That wraps up the story of SGR and Kenya's transportation. And that brings us to the end of this episode of Deep Dive. If you like what you just heard, don't forget to follow us on your podcast platform. Just search for Deep Dive. You can also leave comments to tell us what you want to know about China and beyond. This episode is brought to you by me, Sui, and my colleagues Fei Fei, Li Yunqi, Zhang Zhang, and Qi Zhi. Special thanks to Julia and John. I will see you in the next one.